Geek Shock. Geek Shock. My Little Pony, My Little Pony. The, the gag was he was he was reading the New York Times comics for the blind. <laughs> nice. So he was just reading the you know the New York Times or not New York Times. New, New Yorker. 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 Even better. He reading, yeah, he's reading New Yorker comics as though he were reading for the blind. It was now, these silly. two chipmunks are sitting over here. This fellow here is not happy at all. Basically, that's, that's exactly that's kind of it. Yeah. He's got a really sour face on. <laughs> yeah, he's on. like sipping coffee the whole time. Yeah. It's really silly. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 266. I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Fact check Dandy. Flip floppy Matt. And we're here to talk week and geek. <laughs> Uh, I, I love these things you brought, this uh, Cards Against Humanity, because I never saw last year's Kwanzaa set. I, I saw they were doing year. it, and I never jumped on. Now I wish I had, because mm-hmm. just for the stickers. I trust these guys implicitly now. You heard about the other thing they did this year on Black Friday? A box of bullshit? Oh, yeah, yeah. They well, they sent actual shit, right? Yes. They sent a little piece of actual bullshit to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was a little piece. I think it was a whole can of it. Yeah, it was a box full yeah. of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> What's not to love so about them? Yeah, I was just a straight up comment on the consumerism thing. Well played. Well played indeed. Oh, it actually is bullshit. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it said it in the description. It said yeah. this is actual bullshit. Yeah, but you know what? On the secondary market, who knows what that bullshit will go for? That's so true. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's a possibility. My big black box is, or the bigger blacker box, is almost completely full now. Wow. You've got every got, single expansion. I just got expansion five. I've gotten every one that they've offered through the website. I missed the first run of the Christmas ones, but I got them when they reissued them this year. Uh, and then uh, I don't have the Penny Arcade exclusive stuff. Ah. But you don't have the Penny Arcade exclusive stuff? You don't I think get you that to go to unless PAX, you're right? at the panel. Yeah. yeah. If you're uh. at the PAX panel, you get it. They have like, they're very limited. But they tell uh, you what they all are. <laughs> so you can write your own. Uh, the- no, I'm not paying $500. Yeah, you can write your own. I have plenty of blank cards to write them out. And I will eventually. Um, he won't drop $500 for something that he absolutely loves for Penny Arcade, but he'll spend that much money in an, without blinking an eye on it's He-Man. It's so hard to wrap my brain around putting $500 down for like five Cards Against Humanity right. cards. That's right, that's different, dude. <laughs> I can easily when you can write get them the yourself. information and write it myself. I have plenty of blanks. That's a whole other thing. I don't, I, I don't think this would work for every group of people, but I think they should start selling just packs of blank ones because amongst this group, I, I know we've got enough to fill up yeah. on a deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll start. Well, I mean, you can still print the whole thing off for free if you want. They're yeah. very egalitarian it's, about the whole situation. Well, yeah, very but, creative, but common it, license. But then it'll yeah. mix in with your your shiny uh, rounded corner ones. Yeah, I don't. I, I I printed off when that was first coming out. I printed off a set and took it to uh, my brother's uh, wedding, and that's what we did at the after the wedding. After the old people went to bed, mm. we all hung out, and it was like 30 of us. Now, on your we box. We played Cards Against Humanity with like 25 people, I and mean, it worked out. Wow. Mm-hmm. On your box set, Paul, did you cut open the top for the I secret did. card? I found okay. the secret card, the biggest, blackest dick. <laughs> that one, the It's one? in silver. Yeah, it says it's biggest, black, the biggest, blackest dick, <laughs> and it's in uh, silver, uh, what do you call that, embossed silver. Ooh, <laughs> it's pretty, shiny. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Super Chase card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of brings me to what I did this week that's really geeky. I bought this a while ago. My understanding is this game was created by the same guys, or at least somebody involved with Cards Against Humanity. It looks like the same packaging. It's called Super Fight. All right. It is a game of absurd arguments. Mm-hmm. The 
the cards look exactly like they do in Cards Against Humanity. It's definitely made by the same company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the idea on this one is that you grab three white cards and three black cards. Mm-hmm. All right. And another player does the same. So the white cards, I'm going to give a few to Andy here. A couple black cards here. And the idea is you take one of the white cards, one of the black cards, and create a fighter. Okay. All right. I'm just going to do a random one here. Rando Calrissian? Yeah. So my fighter, I have chosen my two, and he chooses his two. And then we add a random black card to the end of it. Okay. All right. So there's your random black card, and here's mine. So my character of what I have is Olympic, and mine's all random, an Olympic gymnast constantly taking selfies, suffering from delusions of grandeur. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, and his fighter. My is, character is Abraham Lincoln riding a depressed centaur, and uh, with three foot long fingernails. So I, I totally would kick your ass. <laughs> and then you then argue back and forth as who to would who, win? who would win that fight. And then it goes out to the group to put their arguments in. Everybody votes. The champion stays in. The next they get a point. The cha- the next player gets to do the three card three card. I like it. And they have the basic box set, and then they have about six add-on sets. One that's super dirty, one that's really geeky, one that's more children, one that adds locations, one that adds scenarios. I like it. And I have a feeling that this is something that we will probably play in the future for one of those fill-in episodes should we cannot, should not be able to do one someday. It sounds like fun. So it's... Oh, it is fun. We sounds like it. good radio. We played oh, yeah. for <clears throat> about two and a half hours just this and had a blast with cool. it. And, and super the, fight the game or superfightgame.com. Superfightgame.com. The funny one was when he introduced the locations, mm-hmm. it totally screwed. I can't remember what it screwed, but the, uh, I think it was mine. It was you you want to get screwed? Yeah. No. Yeah, cuz 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 before the location came out, Matt totally had the fight won and the location came out and it was the internet and it's like, "Oh, pop." There you go. And the idea is that the the basic Place is agreed on by everybody. They suggest an island or New York City. We went with New York City. New York City. It was a blast. Yeah, it just keeps going, and you are, the next. It's great because the next person, when they're choosing theirs, are basing it off the champion that exists, so they can custom tailor it against that champion as best they can. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Most of the time, it works out. Right. Like when you had the seventy foot demon, and I. I Pulled out, you know, John Constantine. Yes, exactly. I think Commander K had the best one, which was Helen Keller, Sonic voice, can't see. (laughs) (laughs) It was, and she won, if I remember right. Yes, Yes. she did. Against the spider. Yeah, she had a sonic scream. That's what it was a sonic scream. Against the spider that spits knockout cards. Can't see. Just was in the stars. So ridiculously good. What, What other geeky things you do this week, guys? Uh, I just came from getting a beer with the president of the National Cartoonist Society. Well, tell me all about that. Tom Richmond, he's a Mad Magazine artist, but he also owns a couple character concessions, and I came within a whisper of working with him. He he actually ran a concession I worked at the year before I worked at it, and everybody was talking about him, so I've I've made it a point to hunt him down at conventions and stuff. So I saw on Facebook that he was here because one of his daughters was having her 21st birthday, and they were gallivanting around town, so I contacted him, and... They were having dinner down at New York, New York. I'm like, I can be there in half hour. I'll, be, I'll see you there. We'll get a beer. So it was good. Fantastic, yeah. man. Mad Magazine. Can't go wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. He, he draws a lot like uh, Mort Drucker, but he's got his own little style to it, too. I don't know Mort Drucker's style. Oh. 
<laughs> but I'll take your word for it. You would recognize. I will too, I guess. Yeah, no, you you would definitely <laughs> recognize the style. It's it's like one of the classic Mad Bag the, the movie parodies in the beginning. Oh right, yeah, right, that's right. Stuff. okay. Yeah, that I know. That I know. What else you got to throw out, gentlemen? Uh, not I do. I don't know how geeky it is, but I did uh, just get back into town from going to Phoenix for the weekend. Oh, for uh, what geeky, geeky thing geeky you do? Mecca. I actually went to a football game. That's not geeky. <laughs> well, but the reason <laughs> I bring it up, the reason I bring it up <laughs> okay. is while we're there, uh-huh. I discovered nerd funk is not unique to <laughs> comic book conventions. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, man. I'm just sitting there and all of a sudden this there is wave just washes across me for like an instant and I'm like, I recognize that funk. <laughs> that is nerd funk. And I'm look, looking around trying to figure out where it came from. And then just like that, it was gone. There are a myriad of reasons why the men's restroom sucked during gym. But that's the number one reason. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is probably a guy wearing his favorite jersey and never cleans it. Uh, I I don't know <laughs> because if he cleans it, then, that then they're go- gonna lose. Yeah, yeah. because it, it you know it happened a couple of times during like the four hours we were there. So it's like it could just yeah, be a large band that's right. been in a like crowd for a while. Could have been people walking past. It could be. You know, they just pumped that, somebody, pump somebody that in shit in. Yeah. Put his the, arms up because he was cheering. Yeah, it's it's, it's like it, the it opposite of the be. casinos where they pump in the uh, the stripper smell. Mm-hmm. They, they, they pump in the, well this, the nerd funk into the mm-hmm. sports things. <laughs> Do they pump Rouse in stripper smell now? Oh, you've been you've been in casinos. They, they have like strippers. All sorts stripper of, smell. I don't know what you talk. They 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 pump in oxygen. They pump in aromatherapy now. Well, I I've heard banana is the big one. I haven't smelled banana yet. A lot but of I've coconut. Heard, I've smelled lots of different smells in various casinos that mm-hmm. are obviously coming from their system. Yeah. Uh, haven't gotten the stripper one, though. No, it's just, it's just coconut. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of Mandalay Bay, which always smells like some okay. sort of tropical. He only yeah. gets lap dances from Hawaiian strippers. <laughs> and they're wearing those coconut Mahalo bras. plenty. Huh? Mahalo plenty. Mahalo plenty. Make a make a wicker. Hey, give me that lap dance, brother. Coming to the stage now. Mahalo plenty. Twenty dollars a lap dance, brother. It's all costs. You know you want it. Hey, hola 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 Hey, hola 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 ha. Hey. Don't get that grass skirt caught in your teeth, brother. It'll never come out. Yeah. Hey, hey, what a ha. It's like, it's like the Hawaiian James Bond girl name. You on island time. <laughs> I'm going to give you a lay and not the uh, Come on, I want a lay. That's right. <laughs> Forget the flowers, brother. This is straight up lay. Miss. Come a on, real fucking. <laughs> island fucking. Island fucking. <laughs> We're on island time. Fuck is over. Island time go quick. Because <laughs> because I've been playing... Uh, $20, brother. Dragon Age Inquisition so much. My, have you been playing it or have you been gathering roots and herbs? Ah, beyond that. The, the, uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been laying the, letting the Gamefly game just sit. So I'm like, okay, I got to get, get this out and try one of these games because I'm paying for it. So I started playing Telltale's Wolf Among Us based on Willingham's you Fables. You ordered that on the thing instead of just buying the download? Uh, well, they that, had it on sale. I'm sure they did. I bought that shit. I've never even played it yet, but I've owned, I owned the whole thing. <laughs> I wait till it goes on sale. They always have a good sale on hey, it. Hey, I get it. Because I love that Walking Dead series. That's Steam Life right there. Just yeah, Steam. Yeah, just buying right. Everything just, I have like 147 games See, of about I don't, a tenth I've played. I don't have Steam yet because I know what a dark path that would be for me. So dark so path. Oh, you don't summer, have middle of the summer? Oh, man. Yeah. Just sitting there oh. like... Three times a year, Steam is so damn dangerous. Yeah, oh, no you, way. You, you don't have Steam for the same reason I don't have cable. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Well, yeah. I just yeah. sit there and go, uh. Well, I don't know. 
Oh, yeah. The I can't man, watch cable anymore. I took to Wolf Among Us so quick. That is so well done. You got in engrossed, fact, huh? Even more so than I did with Walking Dead. Cool. Wow. It's, of course, if you haven't read the Bill William comic, it's about the fact that fables have lived in a borough of New York. All the classic fables, your Snow White, your... Vegas' own Bill Willingham. Exactly. Is he still here in town? I do think so. Yeah, he okay. drops by Ralph's every once in a while. I've seen him at the store. And they've done all they can to stay secret and hidden because the adversary, quote-unquote... has Bill Willingham. ...has uh, kicked them out of their original fable lands. So it's... If you've been watching Once Upon a Time or Grimm, fables Stop is really it. where it all came from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and the story is so well done. It's done that telltale story style. If you're not familiar what that is, if you've played Mass Effect and you really enjoyed the conversation choices and how it affected the game, that's exactly what this game is in, in a full case, but except with a heavy story with a lot of great twists and turns and built to be played in two-hour chunks because there's about, what about four or five uh, pieces to it. And I finished the first two, and I don't want to play past a piece when I'm done with it. Once I've hit the cliffhanger, next on, then it gives you the preview of the next one. I want to sit and just let it uh, simmer in my head a little bit before playing the next one. So I like wait a day. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch that next on shit. <laughs> I have to, I have to get because I, I don't, I don't, I can't do it. I don't like watching movie previews. I don't like knowing anything about anything because it just sticks in my head. You don't like anything. Away. And then when you I play don't it, like, I don't like much and of then, it. And they, the well, that's because that's they were originally released. Best ever. Released as serial uh, games. They were released by parts. You bought part one, then part two came out a month later, right. part two, three. So it was mostly next on. When you, you play the next one a month later, it. Yeah. then it would be previously on. So it had like a very television series okay. feel to it. Yeah, when I watched Red vs. Blue, the first season Red vs. Blue, I watched that all online. And it's not the same as on the on the DVD we got us strung together because it was all episodic. Yeah, and you what you lose by stringing it all together is there were these really funny bits that would, it would fade to black and there'd just be voice. Like I, I think one is where the guy's just going through all these different names for you know he's, 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 he uh, says uh, chupacabra. He goes, stop making you know, stop making up animals. Their voice is warthog. Stop making up animals, and then mm-hmm. it's just like. Fades to black and there's a star going making up name. You know, how about this one? How about that one? How about that one? But that's the fade out. I have no idea what you just said. They're trying to they're trying to make up names for the warthog. Okay, but they call it the puma, right? And then they call it all kinds of different shit. Yeah, and they just keep coming up with names and it's like just leave it alone. Donut keeps trying to come up with names. Yeah. So far, Telltale has done no wrong, especially since the Walking Dead one. And I'm so anxious to try their Tales from the Borderlands and the upcoming uh, Game of Thrones. That's out already, by the way. Is it? Yeah. So I played a little bit of it. But I probably won't play it until they all come out at once. That's how I do, man. But like, like seriously, just hang tight. They'll put them on sale on on the uh, Xbox Live Marketplace. Well, and this one has been out so long that I actually bought it from Gamefly, and it was super cheap to buy. It was like 20 bucks for the whole thing. So, Got it. But, uh, yeah. Those Telltale games, if you haven't dug into them, and they're out on all systems now, so play them, especially if you love that good story-driven, your moral choices change the course of the story game. It's perfect for that stuff. So it's Choose Your Own Adventure. It's the next evolving of Choose Your Own Adventure. <laughs> it absolutely. is in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You've never played these, Andy? I have not, no. Oh, you'd be hooked, dude. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's right up your alley. It's right up your wing street. 
<laughs> Anything else you want to bring to the table, gentlemen? Mm, In that think. case, I'm just going to go to news you don't give a shit about. As we get closer to the end of December, news usually starts to trickle away. Yep. And become more. Because there's really only one thing we care about. There's really only one piece of important news out there, and that's the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes, that is, that is it. <laughs> Wow. Anybody who says otherwise is uh, destroying Christmas. Right <laughs> Shalom, brother. But that was not... who, who, if he existed, would have been born in May, early June. If, if that. <laughs> yeah. If he was ever born at all. Right. <laughs> that's what I just mm-hmm. said. <laughs> and, uh, but that's not the case this week. No. No. We, we got news. I was surprised we have Woo-hoo. a full sling Sling of news. news. Uh, but first, this little antidote of a sorts. Uh, I thought it was interesting that James Horner, the composer, uh, didn't return to score Amazing Spider-Man 2 as he did Amazing Spider-Man 1. It was scored by somebody else entirely. Uh, Hans Zimmer did a piece, but two other people, I think, uh, Johnny, Johnny Marr from uh, the Smiths. Radiohead? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember who the other one is. But uh, but Horner was asked <laughs> why he chose to work with Mark Webb on the original Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Horner gave a much longer, more in-depth response than might have been expected. Quoting Horner, uh, speaking of Webb, he was very inexperienced, and he and I had a very good relationship, and the producers had their own opinion, and they didn't want his input, and then Sony had their own. They just wanted action. To me, the whole thing about doing the movie was I liked the director, and there was a chance to write something for the two lead characters, and then she dies in the next movie. <laughs> but the next movie ended up being so terrible, I didn't want to do it. It was just dreadful. <laughs> so that's why he didn't wow. do it in the first place, because wow, he great. already knew he it was shit. how shit it was. Yeah. Wow. If you know how shit it is before you even score the thing. Well, Sony, they got some trouble. They got a lot of trouble right now. Oh, they got man. A lot. They got a oh, shit storm. The, the latest right. one today. You got some like, stuff on this in here? Uh, I didn't. What happened today? Uh, apparently, the the hack was even bigger than Sony originally let on. Because uh, first it was like movies. Then it was movies and employee information right. as well as ex-employee information. Well, now it's like all of that plus um, contact info for like celebs, like cell phone numbers, etc. Oh, aliases that they use when they uh, are staying in hotels, <laughs> uh, travel travel information for you know various uh, employees Holy of Sony shit. as well as like actors, tons and, like, of intercompany just, uh, emails. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was huge the amount of stuff that 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 was leaked. Today. It's horrible that it's happening, or, or but that a part of me really did. hopes it is North Korea doing this. <laughs> be kind of silly wouldn't it yes well they they found the uh this the software that was used for the hack mm-hmm. they they know what it is and uh i forget the name because i just read it today knowing is at the battle gi joe uh no the the they can't confirm this they have no way to confirm it as of right now but the U.S. government does believe that this hacking software was originally developed in north korea oh so, oh. what was the clue? Is this product of North Korea? Uh, go, mm. In his glorious name. The number one best product, program. <laughs> I love your third eye, by the way. Your, your bottle cap my third bindi. eye. It's my bottle cap bindi. The, so, when does the interview eye. come out? 
The movie? Uh, it's come out this month. I believe yeah, it's, it's like, like next. Is it either this Friday or next Friday? Yeah, it's next I'm not two mistaken. Weeks, I think. Yeah. I I'm really curious as to where it goes from here. And I uh, I hate it. I hate that they uh, not the movie. I hate that they got hacked like that. Sure. It's terrible. But man, is it bringing some crazy shit to light up <laughs> that company? It really is. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. talk about cleaning out the skeletons. <laughs> Wee oo. I'd hate to be in that crew right now. Can you imagine? I get afraid to turn on my PlayStation every now and then going, I wonder if they've hacked this deep, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm at the point now where I see friends saying, that's it. I'm signing off Facebook forever. You can't take all my personal freedoms. And I, yeah, but man, we're way past the point of compromise at this point. Yeah. It's done. There is no personal freedom. There was in, in that you voluntarily no, let it go. No, and I shouldn't say there's no personal freedom. We still have an ounce of that. But there's certainly no guarantee of privacy. Yeah. Yes. The idea of privacy is done. Yeah. yeah it's long, if it wasn't for ago. Facebook, I would not have had a beer with Tom Richmond. Today, so. yeah. the, the benefits yep. Yep. may or may not outweigh. Right. But uh, yeah, there's yeah you, your secrets. If you have them divulged anywhere on the internet or in your searchings, they're not secrets. But there's no secrets. A good movie on Netflix right now. I just watched the other day. Terms and conditions may apply. That one's good. Oh, yeah. Well, I've dreaded watching that. (laughs) I have it in my cube. I think I have it in mine, too. The saddest thing from a psychological standpoint, there was a study I read recently that says that a lot of these people that are, you know, so angry about their quote unquote freedoms being trampled by all these companies voluntarily give all this information mm-hmm. all the time themselves like hey i'm gonna be here at blah 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 time yeah. doing blah 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 and it's like and uh, then you Jeff, wonder why somebody is have you read terms conditions up. yeah click get out of here come on i want my free account yeah Fucking. exactly <laughs> That's what it is right there oh yeah no but it just it's you know if you're gonna voluntarily post on a public forum where you're gonna be and what time you're gonna be there Get your house robbed. It's, it's, yeah, I'm that's sure, what happens. I'm pretty sure my brother carries something, his phone or something, that he has on him that that outs him every time he goes to a bar or a restaurant. Because oh. his, his Facebook, like his Facebook, the um, Jeff Taylor is is that uh, is that uh, the, the James Gate. Oh, he's it's got like, the Foursquare thing. Probably, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I don't think he's sitting there going, "I am at that." Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's not typing that in every yeah, time. Yeah, no, if no. He, but a lot of people just do it automatically. They get to some place, they hit the little check-in button. Yeah. Whether you've yeah. done that Facebook, check-in shit or not, then, they yeah. know where you are if you've got your cell phone in your pocket. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's not hard. Right, I, you, I can't you tell you analog. how many of my friends' password recovery questions I know the answers to because of those little quizzes that they take and post all the time. The first name that, of that your, your thing, animal. That's the dumbest thing. Why would you? <laughs> your pet name, I, I have and your first cr- nut, name your I crush. See, Professor Biggs, you post these all the fucking time, <laughs> and you're a fool for doing it. It's like, yeah, it's like, well, let's find out what your Halloween name is. <laughs> Put in your birthday, your area code, and your mother's maiden name. <laughs> that's your Halloween name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can you not smell the fishing on this shit? <laughs> Stupid oh, people. Yeah. It's so stupid. Some of them oh, are, are amusing. Why would you do that? But I never post the answers online. It's like I just like. You can look at it and go, yeah. okay, it'd be this, this, yeah. this. But, yeah. then you, but then you also go, they would know They would know my birth date. <laughs> they would know my mother's name name. And they would know. Like, my pet's name. That? My first crush. Yeah. Not that that information is that hard to come by anyway. It's, sure. In this day and age, it's really not that hard to come by. But it certainly makes it easier. It, re- it really does. <laughs> and, it, and it codifies it in a very simplistic way. Yeah. I don't know, man. I still worry about people dumpster diving and grabbing receipts and shit. 
when I because I'll end up collecting a lot of bank receipts and things like that in my uh, in my car. Just chuck them on the ground, what have you. I keep a, a, a fair amount of uh, dry garbage on my passenger driver's seat about the same way. you know I'm for about a week, way. and then I'll clear it all out. Uh, well, most of those bank receipts x out the important yes, information yes, yes, anymore. Yes, yes, yes. But still, it's not a good idea. You know. So what I'll do is I'll like have a bag, a grocery bag or whatever that I'm putting the little receipts and stuff in there. And nine times out of ten, if I've got a little bit leftover soda or something, I'll just dump it right on top of those. <laughs> I just put it in there. Like you go ahead, you fuckers. You want to get in there? You're gonna be Climbing through soda and old jizz rags I, to get at my personal information. I was driving to work the other morning, and I you know took my trash down. And there's a guy in the dumpster digging through. Right? I'm like, you done with this one? Yeah. <laughs> you done with this one? You done with this one? It was, it was like it was like just matter of fact. You know, you done with this one? Okay. Fump. There you go. Look, got some great cans in here, pal. Got some great cans in here. Here you go. It's funny. They have this thing, Paul. It's called a paper shredder. They're about twenty bucks. I have a shredder, and you just don't use it. Nope. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I use it for mail and stuff, but like stuff that I have in my car, I'll Mm. rip it up. Dude, I have visions of a room somewhere, little East Asians. Like putting our little fucking (laughs) shit together from the shredder. Come on, it's happened. Yes, I know. It's happened. It's scary. It's all. But that, but it's scary. But at the same time, it's just like just get calm. Yeah, like whatever. It's who cares. Yep. It's done. Pretty much. Yeah, everyone's got something to hide. But how bad is it? Except for me and my <laughs> monkey. Except for me and my monkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Bj and the bear don't got shit to hide. <laughs> hey, bear, I'm gonna teach you how to sing. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Here's that Krypton Krypton info we really didn't want. Sci-Fi and Warner Horizon Television have teamed up for Krypton, a one-hour drama about Superman's grandfather, set at the sick fictional hey, planet. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Kalela. Kalela. Good morning, Oh. Roof, roofy roof, the roof and flying dog. So, so Superman was named after his maternal grandmother? Yep. Ah. You didn't know <laughs> that? Didn't Kalela know that. was her name. <laughs> well, let's see what the old Krypton Daily News says. Oh, the House of L. The Krypton planet? <laughs> the Krypton planet, which is what we're on. <laughs> let's see, the Daily Krypton planet. Oh, it says here biscuits are being invented. <laughs> All right. Great. They could only invent gravy. If only they'd invent gravy, but they won't. Just Krypton. Well, let's see. I'm going to go walk down to the Krypton post office. You know, people would think this Krypton grandfather would be all super powerful and stuff, but you don't remember. I don't have any powers on Krypton. Just a normal guy. You're basically going to watch a show about a grandpa. Stupid red son. Hey, everybody. Stupid red son. (laughs) Well, let's see. Oh, Oh, post office got some new postage stamps. What are these? Birds of Krypton. I'll take two reams. Two reams. One for framing and one for using. I'm a regular philatelist. (laughs) All right. Oh, boy. Well, that was was our first episode of Krypton, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Tune in next week to see the goings-on of a Krypton Grandpa. While while Krypton Grandpa reads the comics to you. Maybe we have bingo. Krypton bingo. Krypton bingo is so different from what you Earthers know. There's an extra letter. Bingo is spelled with our weird shit symbols. (laughs) 
Oh, look, a triangle within the... Uh, when, you read, when you it. read bingo phonetically in Kryptonian, it means hope, happy, gra- grapes, and spinach. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. You, you, you know the trouble they had when they brought Coke to Krypton? You know, Do tell! Problems? What was it? Well, it's just like the Chinese stuff with the you know, you know, bite the wax tadpole and all that stuff. Oh, a translation for yeah, Coca-Cola? Yeah. yeah, Coca-Cola in Krypton means vaginal upset tummy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I keep telling people, don't buy it. But they do. It's really popular despite its horrific name. It, that, that, that's testament to the product quality, I'd say. It's like Schmuckers. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Schmuckers stays Schmuckers in Kryptonian. <laughs> that doesn't translate. That's the same word. Just the meaning changes? <laughs> the meaning, yes. The meaning does change. <laughs> the word stays the same, but the meaning changes the meaning a is, whole lot. The meaning, the that's meaning what we call the black Kryptonians. Right. Dark night of the soul. Oh, jeez. I wasn't going there. I was going to say Schmuckers was a, a popular Kryptonian stripper name. Oh, the Schmuckers is back at the Kryptonian bus. Oh, no. Now we've gone too far. Well, I guess I'm going to have to see y'all next week. A very special episode of Krypton with dumb Superman's grandpa. This is, this is, can we stop this before it starts? Uh, I'm so sick of these fucking DC properties. Man, that new movie is going to shit the bed. Mark my words. I'm not making any grand. I, I am noting it. <laughs> I'm going to give it its due. That Superman Batman thing is going to shit the bed royal. We're going to find out. But there is reason to be nervous. I will say that. Yeah. <laughs> I will put it lightly. Here's the thing, too. I saw online <laughs> yesterday they were talking about principal filming being wrapped for that uh, picture. Mm-hmm. And somebody on there was like, say what you will about Zack Snyder's uh, Superman film. But you can't argue with the facts that he's accomplished an amazing feat by keeping almost everything secret. There have been no leaked uh, footage on this film. There have been no spoiler photos. The plot stuff's been kept under wraps. Pretty amazing in this day and age. And I'm like, it's because nobody cares. <laughs> it's not that big of a feat if nobody gives a fuck what you're doing. Fanboys out there, you know they're I know they do. There's a lot of people do, but, that do. Yeah. But at the same time, they don't as much. Since that fucking last one, right? I mean, the heat. Th- this thing is not coming in with heat. <laughs> it's got stank on it. <laughs> uh, a lot, a lot of Superman stuff. fans that said, like, on subsequent viewings, they were like, "Yeah, it's not good." Right? It's terrible. I, I didn't heard, like it. I've heard such terrible things about it. I think I was the only person in this room that didn't like it. That well, saw. I it. never saw it. I know, but I, I said that saw it. Yeah. And I just, I, I didn't like it, and you know. I've only seen it once, and again, I'm a, I am a supporter. I do like it. However, I really doubt it will hold up under a second viewing, which I have not done. There you go. Yeah, that's, probably well, that's, like I said, you know. <laughs> I think we all noticed it was a little murderific, too. I think that was... That's the whole thing. If, he, if he's killing people, it ain't Superman. Whether by accident or what. I mean, the man went bananas over, like, a single helicopter and shit like that. He... He rips his pants off to go get a kid off of Niagara Falls. And meanwhile, he's bashing down entire buildings. Bullshit. Yeah. Whatever, Zack Snyder. Fix it. Figure it out. I'm just glad you don't have the He-Man property. <laughs> Turd. Because <laughs> that was so good in the 80s. I'm going to toss Zod, a super-powered villain, through a building that's full of you know civilians and out the other side. Yeah. 
and oh shit, now the building is toppling over. Oh, nope, nothing I can do nothing about I it. Do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just Superman. Oh wait, Whoops. I could have done. I could have not done it. <laughs> Oops! Did I do that? And, oh wait, wait! I can fly out into space and take this battle into space. Oh well. <laughs> hey, the moon's hey, unoccupied. Maybe yeah. we should go up there. You know the. It's a thought. The sun gives me a bunch of fucking power. Zod, does he have adic- equal power? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It mm. took him longer to develop it, so it was. It, it's a plot point of the movie. Like, that, that, of course it is. That they're that it they they suddenly slowly discover how. So, but he's had like thirty years on Earth to absorb right. the rays of the sun and blah blah so, blah. Right. So just grab him and throw him into the sun. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was the plot of All Star Superman, though. That'll probably be in the next movie too, because they can't wait to give Superman cancer. Because <laughs> that's basically what All Star Superman did. That's how Lex Luthor. Oh, spoilers. I thought it was all right, only because I was putting. All Star Superman is good. No, 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 no. The, the Superman that just <laughs> was Zack it Superman. Because I was putting Man, up against Man the one that Steel. came out like 05 or 06 or... Oh, yeah. I, I would Superman argue that Returns? that one was, was that one, slightly yeah. better. That's, what, that's, really? That's, that's how really? Yeah. Wait, the, it's, that's almost unwatchable. Wow. I, I own that movie. That is, I bought that it like my a point. $5 blockbuster. Meanwhile, I bought it at Blockbuster, which I now can't do anymore. Can't buy my cheap used <laughs> movies at Blockbuster anymore. <laughs> thanks. Thanks to Obama, Matt. Thanks, thanks a lot, man. I used to be able to get like three for 15. Oh, it was a great day. Come walking away with two movies I didn't want to see and one I kind of thought about. So what a what a deal, America, America. <laughs> yeah, that's how I got. Hell comes a frog. Superman down. Returns. Yeah, I definitely put the Man of Steel above Superman Returns. There's no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, I don't. Standing on a kryptonite as as, mountain. As bad as kryptonite the singer Island. one was, I still think the. Uh, excuse me, man. Sorry, of Steel you say the singing worse. one? Singer. I would. I would. I, I would love to see that. I want to see the singing one. The musical Superman. Yeah. Which they, they did a stage they, yeah, musical they did, of yeah. that, didn't they? Yeah, it bombed. In the 80s? They sure did. Well, Maybe in the late 70s. 70s, yeah. yeah. Well, here, I'll, I'll go into it's more about this. It's a bird plane. It's Superman. Superman's grandpa. Uh, years before the Superman became the superhero, the House of L was shamed and ostracized. This series follows the Man of Steel's grandfather as he brings hope and equality to Krypton, turning a planet in disarray into one worthy of giving birth to the greatest superhero ever known. The planet was well, it created. Didn't. <laughs> it no, didn't. I know. No, <laughs> it didn't. Well, of course not. I mean, I guess. It's, I guess if you take into account that in that spaceship they sent the baby in was the programming and ethics of an entire civilization, maybe it had some influence on him. But he was isolated in a bubble, so you know he probably he's. A, you know what. It's produced by David Goyer, who's kind of in charge of all the DC stuff. Have now. you have you read uh, um, in what's it called? Shit, Red Sun. No, not it's not one. a Superman title, but it's based oh, okay. on a Superman kind of thing. Miracle Man. No, you're getting closer though. It's uh, Invincible. Not oh, in, not Invincible. Actually, not Invincible. I, I, sure, I think it is Invincible. Not Invincible. No, sure. it's a it's a two it's two different versions of it. There's Supreme. A, nope. Irredeemable. Irredeemable. That's it. Was the other one invincible? I don't know, but I I know which one. Because like it about. splits into two different tellings yeah. of the story, where he one he's a hero, one he's a a monster, and the monster one is like, oh wow, and that's what Superman would really be like. <laughs> he's a psychopath. <laughs> he's basically Ozymandias. I don't know. These stories have all been told. And go I, ahead, Ian Goldberg, uh, who 
is a writer for Once Upon a Time. He's writing the teleplay. Yawn. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up your stupid stories. It's going to Sci-Fi Channel. So of course. It's, so it's spreading out. Good. Across all the channels hey, of the DC Universe. Hey, I'm old Grandpa Superman, <laughs> and I've decided today I'm going to have eggs, and that's it. <laughs> I'm an old man, and I can do what I want. Today I'm only eating eggs. Four eggs. One you. for breakfast, two for lunch, and only one for dinner. Why two for lunch, Grandpa Superman? Because when it comes to my evening constitutional, I'll be ready to splurge. <laughs> if I double up at night, three in the morning, I'm up like a board. Woo, running for the toy toy. <laughs> you enjoy your eggs. I'll be having my waffles. Nobody cares what you want to do, bad guy of Krypton. You hippie, cut your hair. We don't listen to the House of Shen. What is it? Who, is that what they are? I don't know. <laughs> well, who, what? who knows if they know what they are? Oh, dude. That's all DC does is go, oh, oh, oh. And guess what? Superman's grandpa, he's best friends with the guys <laughs> who end up being the bad guys. <gasps> yeah, they do. Oh, man. That's exactly. That's all they do. All DC knows how to do is go, hmm. Everybody's connected what in if, every way. Yeah. What if the bad guy and the good guy are best friends? <laughs> and have a disagreement one weekend. Right. <laughs> every fucking time. Every show up to this point. Or Somebody. the son of the bad, bad guy is best friends. Brothers. Well, the same thing is the exact same thing with, with the, the Superman, with the Smallville. The son of the super bad guy is best friends with the hero. I think Same somewhere thing with I, Green I think Lan- Arrow. Go, go way back like the Mort Wessinger years, at some point, Mort Wessinger's best friend turned on him. And then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> After that, everyone had to have it happen. Everybody's best friend. Well, like, uh, what else has done that shit? Well, I mean, that's what they're doing with uh, Arkham. It's kind of what they're doing with Green Arrow. Or Gotham. It's totally what they're doing with Green Arrow. Yep. Or Arrow. Well, that was the called. first season. Yep. Smallville was that. Smallville was exactly that. So fuck you, DC. Your formulaic bullshit. Bad guy and good guy are friends. Shut up. Shut up with your dumb shit. Although they, God did, damn they it. did that in Spider Man too. So huh? They did, they did all, all, all the comics. Yes, it's not just DC. Marvel did it too. Spider Man. Uh oh. You cross over into Paul's zone. Yeah. You better watch out. <laughs> Spider Man did it right. Yeah. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Ubisoft has about a thousand other awesome villains, <laughs> not just the Green Goblin. Mm. Ubisoft has confirmed leaks suggesting that the next Assassin's Creed title is set in Victorian England. See, didn't they just release one? Yeah, like, but this is this is well, their this was, fucking subterfuge plot. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. there was a leak. We don't know how it could have gotten out. <laughs> That's exactly, it. we don't understand. But uh, oh, guess what? The next one is going to be really cool. Uh, you know how this one doesn't work? Don't worry about that. Look at this new one that will be out in two, maybe three years. And it will be a bit well full of, uh, you know, the country and not so many the faceless monster people that uh, glitch up your TV. Uh, essentially, aside from the grappling hook mechanic, uh, he's pretty much nailed it. Wow. <laughs> Is it even being produced in France like that? Uh, this one's actually being... It's uh, Ubisoft, dude. Qu- well, half, Quebec. It's, so. Yeah, it's Canadian. Uh, French-Canadian. 
If you have ever seen an Ubisoft documentary, they go. are always Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. Wait, this is going to have that 18 more of 1812 bullshit in it, is it? Uh, who knows? We put whatever we want. We change the history. We make it all about the assassin. Would you like an assassin croissant? <laughs> we get geek. Wait, I want to get this croissant, man. It is an assassin Assa- croissant. No, 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 not assassin croissant. Assassin poutine. Oh, oh. assassin poutine will truly kill you. Ubisoft. We make shit that's not ready to be played. You will buy it anyway. One day, everyone will realize Assassin's Creed is the most overrated series of this time. I think a lot of people already realize that. Oh, they're finally figuring this shit out. No, already. Call of Duty has that title. Uh, Call of Duty, you know what? But Call of Duty redeems itself every other year when the good uh, programmers are are working on it. (laughs) Okay. Ubisoft just keeps shitting out turds. (laughs) That's what you're supposed to do with turds. (laughs) He's got you there. What? Shitting out turds. (gasps) You're not supposed to eat them or anything. No, I cork that stuff play. up. I cork it up. That's why. I, that's why I put on a little a little weight. It's all just backed up in the system. Send it off to Cards Against Humanity. Get haven't, that shit shipped out. Haven't taken a shit in 18 days. That's how I do. No. Why? Why were your pants busy? Oh yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just months after getting the job, Roberto Orsi has stepped down as the director of Star Trek Three. Are you? No, it's yeah. good. Listen, it's good. Wait, wait, wait. It, it is pretty it funny. It could be good or it could be yeah. awful. Well, this this puts it out of the bad category into the open category. Yeah, well, yeah, right. Well, I mean, we knew it was bad. Right. With so, Orsi in there, we knew it was so now, trouble. Yeah, with Orsi, forget it. Now we got what? So Orsi, a writer and producer of 2009 Star Trek and last year Star Trek Into Darkness, he lobbied hard to take over the franchise, so the news came as somewhat of a surprise. Sources have told Badass Digest that production was shut down last month due to disagreements over the direction of the script, which Orsi was writing with Patrick McKay and J.D. Payne. The story allegedly followed the Enterprise, the Vulcans, and an unnamed new alien race as they all race to get their hands on a time travel device. The Vulcans want the device so they can go back and stop the destruction of their home planet, a la the 2009 movie. And presumably the time travel conceit is what would have allowed young and old Kirk to come face to face. Man, you can do any conceit to make that work. They just pulled it out of their butt last time. And the script, which would essentially cancel out the two previous pictures and reset the Trek universe again, may have been jettisoned along with Orsi. Uh, Paramount Pictures reportedly has a short list of directors it's reaching out to. One name allegedly on the list is Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Trek Three is scheduled to come out in 2016 in time to celebrate the franchise's 50th anniversary, so the studio wants to get this right. It will Paramount. come out in 2016. I really hope Edgar Wright does get it. That would be That would nice. be a really, really great show. <laughs> Orsi's nuts. That's all there is to it. He's a conspiracy theory maniac. That's part of it, too. Mm-hmm. Like He was just starting all kind of crazy shit. But, man, as soon as you mention New Alien, that's all I have to hear. Yeah. I, if, if, you, if you can't take a previously known alien from the 50 years of Star Trek history and utilize it in an interesting and new way, you ha- have become... You've become Star Trek Enterprise. So fuck off. <laughs> Figure really it out. It. Figure it out, man. Don't new aliens are not the answer. When the the interesting thing about Star Trek Enterprise was when the Andorians got involved and they expanded on the Andorian culture. Great. That's a known entity. The Tholians were cool to see, right? 
explore the ones we know. Yeah. Utilize the Klingons in a more interesting way. Don't just worry about putting earrings in their face. Make them compelling, <laughs> for <Right>. fuck's sake. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's a... There's if a, I ruled the Star Trek world, heads a, would roll. There's a fan <laughs> campaign to have uh, Jonathan Frakes be a... I did see considered that. Considered as another No, director. I see that as fat that's chance, not an answer. I see that. right. That's yeah, not it's, an answer. It's not going to happen. <laughs> that doesn't need to happen. And he did Generations, right? Uh, no, he did First Contact and Insurrection. First, First Contact, Contact was good. good. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Frakes is a very workmanlike uh, director. Oh. Yeah. His, his stuff is very solid, but it's not anything to write home about. But he gets stuff in, he gets it done, yeah. he gets people in the right, right places. He seems to be one of those directors that doesn't insert any, any of his personality, though, into it. Right. Just a functional director, he gets the script done. A, a, anybody at this point would be better than Orsi, except yes. Michael Bay. On a side <laughs> note, good, good note, good note. Jesus. On a side note, yes. this week, 35 years ago, was when Star Trek The Motion Picture was released. Awesome. Yeah, December 7th. I love that you know that. I am so old. That's why I love that you're here. You have that knowledge. I have that knowledge. <laughs> that's Spock. A beautiful Rocky hit. Yeah, that's what I was here to do was Rocky Horror. Was that was exactly what that was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And that's when he says Spock. <laughs> Who's your favorite character on Star Trek? Spock. Warner Brothers is eyeing Christopher Nolan. To tackle another sci-fi project, interesting choice, Ready Player One. Based Ooh. on the New York Times bestseller by the same name by Ernest Klein. It's adapted by Zach Penn, who originally did the Incredible Hulk movie and Alphas. Uh, here's the book synopsis, uh, which was one of my favorite books of the year that it came out. I remember, out. yeah. Uh, in the year 2044, reality is an ugly place. The only time teenage Wade Watts feels really alive is when he's jacked into the virtual utopia known as the Oasis. Wade's devoted his life to studying the puzzles hidden within this world's digital confines, puzzles that are based on their creator's obsession with the pop culture of decades past, and that promise massive power and fortune to whoever can unlock them. But when Wade stumbles upon the first clue, he finds himself beset by players willing to kill to take the ultimate prize. The race is on, and if Wade is going to survive, he'll have to win and confront the real world he's always been so desperate to escape. Uh, Penn previously told Collider he took, quote, huge liberties in the script in regards to that aspect of the film of the pop culture because it'd be almost impossible to license all the things referenced in the book. And that is true. It was always a concern when I heard that it's being made into a movie mm -hmm. because it's very specific things like specific modules of D&D, specific yeah. video games from the 80s. Uh, it is a love letter to 80s culture. That no. is that's fascinating that you said Zach Penn's being considered for that because <laughs> he just Ernest Klein was one of the celebrities uh, followed on the uh, uh, the uh, Atari documentary. Okay, the game over that was directed by Zach Penn. Mm -hmm. So he had Ernest Klein and Zach Penn working together on that. Uh, that is interesting. It is, if, if anybody's not seen that game over the the rise and fall of Atari. Definitely check it out. On an Xbox near you. Yes. I bet it wouldn't be if, hard to license the D&D stuff. I bet they'd be happy to get their name out there. And there's, uh, Yeah, there's probably some licenses they'll be able to get, but, I mean, I think there's Disney references and, I mean, lots of stuff that, that you just can't That's get. not going to happen. Uh, if Nolan declines, the studio is apparently courting Matthew Vaughn, who did Kick-Ass, Edgar Wright once again, and Peter Jackson and Robert Zemeckis as possibilities to direct. It's an interesting crowd. 
Yeah. I was say, yeah, any of those would be that, and that's good what choices. Fact, I, I look at that list and go, not only is it interesting choices, but every single one of those directors has their own specific personality Rem- in their directing. I've, any of them would be an interesting choice. Remind me, Jeff, after we record, I need to show you a video. I, I went on a conspiracy video rabbit hole. Oh, that's always fun. Thing uh-huh. this weekend. Like for three nights in a row, I just started digging on YouTube and I found some <laughs> crazy shit. And uh, you may have seen this. I don't know. Beautifully produced stuff too. Uh, there's this. There's a couple about the conspiracy theories, the conspiracy stuff hidden inside uh, Back to the Future. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I want that? to see this. No. All right. So just remind me. All right. Yeah. It's redonk. Did you it's see? Did you run? Goless. Did you run across the conspiracy theory that the Beatles were multiple people? Yeah, I yeah. saw that too. It was like Beatles aren't really who they say they were. They weren't like like the Beatles existed, but they were different stuff yeah that's that's been going on for a while yeah, there I mean, was the whole a paul is dead thing yeah you know they found a look-alike to and that the current paul mccartney is a, well, no, a look-alike this is from, the whole beatles they like they like all of them yeah, they like go through it and they, yeah. they, they, i mean i get what you're saying but i think it stems probably out of that one yeah i'm sure it's, where it starts. it's a bunch of bullshit it is yeah, yeah. but boy is it a fun logic it's kind puzzle. of fun to look yeah. at that shit sometimes yeah according to deadline christian ritter Will be Jessica Jones after Super choice after chemistry reads with the uh, the following star Mike Coulter, who looks to be Marvel's choice for Jones' love interest and future star of his own Netflix Luke series Cage. Luke Cage. Ritter's perhaps best known for her comedy work, yes. including Don't yes. Trust the Bee in Apartment and supporting roles in films like Twenty Seven Dresses, Confessions of a Shopaholic, and She's Out of My League and Breaking Bad. Uh, later on this uh, later this month, she'll appear in Tim Burton's Margaret Keene biopic, Big Eyes, <laughs> alongside Amy Adams and Christopher Waltz. Uh, Jessica Jones, headed by Dexter and Twilight writer Melissa Rosenberg, will hit Netflix sometime after Daredevil premieres next spring. So, and yeah, it seems like a really solid pick on, for Jessica Jones. What's that going to be on? Netflix. Netflix. Okay, so I can just watch that. Yeah, if oh, you're a Netflix subscriber, you're yeah, there. All right, I'm good. Daredevil's not far off then. Oh, no. Yeah, they're well they're well. I didn't realize that. it was that close. I think they've started shooting, I believe. So. Have you mentioned the, the Keen biopic in this in the show? Yet? I don't think we have. That is going to be bizarre. <laughs> it's Tim Burton. I'm sure it's going to be bizarre. But you know the story, right? I don't know. No, but I don't want to know. Okay. I, I want to go into that one blind. All right, good. But you're going you're, you're gonna to go, wah? <laughs> Uh, here's just confirming what we kind of already knew, but this is the official word. Marvel announced via press release last Wednesday that officially Benedict Cumberbatch is playing Sorcerer Supreme, Doctor Strange, when the character makes his big screen debut in 2016. And in other Marvel casting, Ryan Reynolds has signed on to star in Deadpool. So... Cool. We we got the people that we wanted needed to kind of figure it was going to happen. That's the official word. Well, he's a huge Deadpool fan. Yeah, so. yeah, and and, then, and when he wasn't being hampered by a script, he was fine. When he was, well, I guess he wasn't. We also we talked about this before. Yeah. Never mind. But carry uh, on. Yeah, if you want to know more about that, here past episodes. Preacher has been picked up by AMC Network. Really, it was rumored to be a straight to series order, but the network opted for the pilot instead. The sto- what's going on over there? The story centers on small-town preacher Jesse Custer, who becomes possessed by a supernatural creature called Genesis. Custer, along with his ex-girlfriend Tulip and a vampire named Cassidy, heads out on a spiritual journey to find God, literally. Uh, Rogan and Goldberg made it clear that they will be respectful to the source material and its fans. Quote, Preacher has been our favorite comic since it first came out. Garth Ennis is one of our idols, and it's an incredible honor to be working on this. We promise we won't make too many dick jokes and ruin it. 
unquote. Does Rogan promise not to play the title role? I don't think he's acting in it. Good. Yeah. The duo are on board to executive produce and direct. Preacher is written by Sam Kalin and will be produced next summer. The pilot will be considered for the 2016 TV season. So those three, those three mains, <clears throat> that's where it all yeah. comes down to it. If they get a good Cassidy, they get a good Jesse, they get a good uh, a, a lot of the, those three characters are all about their own version of charm. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So, they, yeah. You and need her star. That's not an easy character to pull off. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of great. <coughs> Kevin Spacey. That Well, that would be a coup, wouldn't he it? He would kill it. Yeah. He would kill it who as do, star. Who do you picture for Art's face? Uh, <laughs> anyone in enough makeup is going to work. Uh, yeah. I think. So I say Andy Serkis. There well, <laughs> maybe uh, may, they might do CG. I mean, Jesse Eisenberg and enough uh, makeup would work. That but would he's work. too busy doing uh, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor, um, someone of that ilk. Um, I, there's lots of new up and coming kids. You know, get some new faces in there though. Sure, I like that. Get some new faces for those three mains. Let's get some new people that haven't exactly done shit. nothing that has any baggage attached yeah. to the name. Yeah, and there's plenty of great actors out there that haven't gotten a chance to really shine. Yeah. I mean, this the Constantine doesn't look like it's going to be. Picked up, looks like it's pretty much over at this point. Ah, uh, um, that's sad. But the actor they got to pick, Constantine, was a knock, knockout. Well, a lot of home people, run. A lot of people thought that that was a sequel to Peter Pan. That's why nobody's watching it. Okay, why waiting one because he never grows up. He's a Constantine. God damn it, Constantine. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I thought I thought it was be a Christopher Walken joke. All right, I was going somewhere else. <laughs> no, no. You know what's weird with the Christopher Walken thing is that. Now that he's done that, now that he's back in the public zeitgeist again. Mm-hmm. Like all those Natalie Wood conspiracy things are up on the, the oh, no. tabloids again. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez, of course it is. Yeah, I mean, who knows though? I mean, he was on that boat. Him and Robert Wagner. Somebody did it. You don't just fall off a boat. <laughs> or, or maybe you do. Well, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Come on, I guess. But, uh. Gravity and booze is a heart. <laughs> well, you're right. Mistress. You're right. You're right. But at the same time, it was, I don't know. Maybe it's because there are I'm fro- thousands of stories of people slipping on a deck, a wet deck, hitting their head on a rail, and then getting washed overboard. And maybe it's because it all my family lives in Michigan, and I've lost a few that way. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> I was going to well, say, go. yeah. I mean, I you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, okay. I should have read Jeff's <laughs> compendium of thousand stories of people slipping on wet decks. <laughs> Your conspiracy. What, what? What yeah, exactly, it's right okay. next to the other book. Right. <laughs> Oops, wrong book. That's a that's a stripper memoir. <laughs> I slipped on a wet dick, and then I hit a bar <laughs> or a pole, if you will. My stripper memoir, slipping on a thousand wet dicks. After that, I'm I'm. I'm feel horrible to bring sad news uh ralph h bear oh the uh, man recognized as the father of video games passed away saturday at his home in manchester new hampshire at the age of 92 oh bear created the very first game system the magnavox odyssey it was patented in 1971 launched in the summer of 72 sold 130,000 units in its first year in March 71, Bear and the company he worked for filed for the very first video game patent, which was granted in 73. Several months after Odyssey hit the market, Atari came out with the first arcade home game, Pong. 
Sanders associates sued Atari in 74 for, for patent infringement. Alt- Atari ultimately settled for $700,000 to become Odyssey's second licensee. Uh, Bear held more than 150 United States and foreign patents. In 2010, he was admitted to the National Inventors Hall of Fame. He also co-created the popular electronic parlor game Simon, along with Howard Morrison. Boop, 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 boop. So, but, I mean, as Kevin Smith would say, a bucket of wind. That's, yeah. That is a grand life that he had. Yeah, absolutely. So, he so. was an interesting character. Yes, he was. He didn't really like video games. <laughs> no, no, he, in fact, he, in one of the later interviews just uh, like a year ago he yeah. lamented that video games became more of a uh, a solo experience versus a group experience yep. so he as he always intended at the beginning four people sitting in front of a television socializing you know <laughs> you tell him grab, grab a kryptonian <laughs> yeah that's what we do on krypton socialize back in my day we didn't have a red sun our planet blows up Hey everybody, come gather around and watch the dumbest show ever. <laughs> Krypton, about a Superman grandpa with no powers. Oh, I should probably go to the store today. And his young son, Jor-El. Yeah, he never visits. <laughs> <laughs> so is that going to take the mantle of your most hated show from Gotham? I don't want your life, Dad. I'm going to have my own life. Probably, yeah. yeah. Wow. Is Gotham hate the hated, worse than most hated Batman. show? Right now, yeah. It's no. I mean, they're all stupid. Right now, yeah. They're all just shit. Who cares? It's not, it's not the worst show on TV. There are other worse shows, most but it's up there. You're still burning over days of our lives, aren't you? Nah, I don't <laughs> care about that shit, but man. Oh, blip. I'll tell you what's awful. Sons of Anarchy. It has a surprisingly large following. Yeah. A huge following. Yeah. Yeah, because people are <laughs> dumb as shit. Even with Katie Segal and Robert and Ron Perlman you, in it, there are a few people. Katie Segal does a great job in that. Well, I, I'm, for sure what they, she's I'm sure they both do great jobs. Have the you watched is, it at all? That's the thing is, even with those two in it, I can't bring myself to watch it. Well, because here's what it comes down to. This is my beef with Sons of Anarchy. Okay, it's terrible things happening to terrible people. You get what you fucking deserve, you idiots. They are awful, awful people. I'm sick of this shit. It's like with. Uh, and this has kind of become, it's going to explode. This The genre's got to die. But you've got like, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Fun show. Really yes. enjoy the hell out of it. But it's terrible people having terrible things happen to them with laughter. Sons of Anarchy is basically <laughs> always sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> without guns. any humor. Oh, yeah, wow. without any humor. But it's, but it's unintentionally hilarious many times because of the just bizarre bullshit that happens and it is so dumb and the other thing about that show every single problem in that show could be resolved by simply telling someone the truth that's it (laughs) is that the moral of the story i guess because all it takes all you have to do is just say what you mean all these people that's it (laughs) and i mean not even big honesty like just small nuggets of this, 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 this. There's a few big revelatory things that could come through. But at the same time, it's just like, just say it. I'm, I'm, say the truth. I'm, I'm sorry I banged your old lady, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's go fight it out and we'll be done with it. Is it one of those shows that repeatedly use the line, he, 
X can never know, like he can never know, she can never know. Oh, dude, they can never know. That's the whole thing. <laughs> That's the, the, whole, the whole, the whole show, the whole show is, is secrets, man. The whole show is fucked secrets. up. It's so fucked up. And there was this moment. There was there have been moments in the show where I'm like, oh, okay, bold choice, writers. Like, uh, he almost gives up his son. And just lets his son go off in, 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 in Ireland and lets him just live there. And he's going to get. And, and I'm like, wow, that's a bold character. And then, and then like two seconds later, he's like, well, go get him. Uh, like, oh, I just can't even. I can't tell you. And, uh, and that guy, that main guy, is the worst. When he and. Uh, what's his nuts? Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman are. Oh, not a drop of scenery left in the building. They just. <laughs> Gobble, 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 gobble. Worse than Taylor Kitsch? Let me tell you. They're all off the off the charts ridiculous. I started watching season five. You're weirdly selling me on it. I watched. I mean, it's something to see. I watched. so terrible I watched four and a half seasons of it. I watched four seasons of it. I did. Wow. And what are they up to now? And they're in season six, right? was the final one. Okay. So I watched up to season five. And then season five started. And like. And that first episode of season five, I was like, this is just just devolving into ignorant, misogynist garbage. Not that it wasn't already, mm-hmm. but everything is like, oh, you want to wanna fight about it? Huh? <laughs> you want to fight about it? <laughs> and these people are like each other's fucking brothers and sisters and grandmas and uncles and shit. You want to fight about it? I just Let's call that go. Reunion. And they fucking fight. They hit each other and shit. I'm like, are you two? What the fuck is wrong with you people? Uh, it's a biker gang. <laughs> well, yes, but this is the thing that just, it really is distressing that it's shown on television as though that is a rational choice to be yeah, made. I agree with you on that one. Let's go ahead and fight. Let's physically altercate with each other in order to solve something. And then maybe fornicate. Uh, yeah, and then let's fuck <laughs> 10 seconds later. It's the dumbest shit. It's the dumbest shit. And that sounds like red meat to an American audience to oh, me. Oh, dude. Wait. Trust me. Yeah. Wait, wait. Try, I see the appeal. Are they, are they fucking the same people they're fighting? Yep. Wow. Yep. Uh, they'll fucking fight in the same breath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's just fucked up. And it's just, and it's just ugh. like I said, it's just terrible people. Not a one of them has true redeeming qualities. And they have terrible things happen to them. And it's like, well, no shit. Isn't one of them like an undercover cop or something? At this point, yes. And, and even well, one of he's not been, redeemable? One of them has been... He got, they, got his hook, they got their hooks into him. The, the undercovers got their hooks into him. And so he has to like rat out his friends and whatnot and all this weird stuff. But he's not even... Nobody's likable. You know, it sounds to me like what you should be watching... Is My Little Pony's Friendship is Magic. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a few episodes. I can't really get into yeah, it. Yeah, I tried to. I really It's not my it. thing. Which we will get back to that subject at the end of the show. Oh, oh boy. Okay. I, I, I've been lamenting for a while how there's just no strange news anymore out there. I have a hard time finding. I used to find strange news all the time. And the show with it because always a great stinger. Did you get the... I finally found one. Yeah. Did you get the I know thing about the people selling about. the tiger on eBay? Nope, Craigslist. Completely different. Hundred fifty dollar tiger on Craigslist. No, this is this this is going to be the, the the furry convention. Oh, it's it's not. It's not. It's, oh, okay. I heard Did about you get that the furry too. one. Yes. I, I I didn't bring that up. But I thought about putting that on the show, but I'm like, eh, it's, it's that's major news. Yeah, that's major news, which is insane. It is, it's ladies insane. and gentlemen. J- again, we've got Sons of Anarchy telling us 
fight and shoot. That's how things get done. Wrong. We've got the news networks. While we're in the middle of blowing up untold thousands of brown people and folks who think differently than we do, covering a furry convention. It's over. It's over. <laughs> it's been over. Now it's really over. <laughs> but man, that's just still good. It's over. But you got the president on the Corbett report. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sure do. <laughs> look over here. Look over here. Woo. Look at this. Look at this. Woo. Come on, Eddie. You know the president doesn't run shit. Chlorine gas, though. My God. Yeah. That's pretty gross. That's World War One well, shit. This, dangerous. this weekend, I was watching a lot of like local news because there wasn't anything on TV either in Phoenix or here, but... <laughs> They've, it's amazing the amount of coverage the quote low gas prices we're getting. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally it's like I I switch from well, one local station to now, the next local station, that, and they're like, now the national average is two seventy nine a gallon, and here it's two forty nine. Well, a here's gallon. the thing: focusing on the price is not that that is dumb. Can you believe what they're paying in, yeah. in, in New oh my Jersey? God. <laughs> yes, yesterday, I just got back into town. I was filling up. These guys save two a quarter. News. They're <laughs> getting gas a quarter cheaper than you are. Let's go fight them. This is the stupidest shit. No, but I'm not kidding you. I know. I'm I'd... filling up yesterday. Two news crews show up at the gas station and are covering the fact that this was the, quote, cheapest gas in town. I just stopped there because I was like, oh, that's a good price. I stopped. I'm filling up. No, and I'm watching these news vans you know, get you know pull what? You know Crews get out, and I'm like, meanwhile, this is not news. No, the real story is OPEC working and colluding together yeah. to drop the price of oil to rock bottom prices in order to undercut shale oil sales coming from the U.S. As we have just recently become the greatest producer of oil and natural gas in the world. Yeah, yeah, just recently. So they're just undercutting that. Now the other, the other thing. Not only do we have to worry about that collusion and that crazy shit going on there the other real story <laughs> is that those indices and those indicators the last time crude oil hit down like this was just before the 08 smackdown when everything went to shit and that is because energy futures and a bunch of these other uh energy companies are wrapped up in a ton of energy junk bonds and they are on the fucking precipice. Oh, so you think it's a bubble like the housing was it's in 2008? It's very... They, they, they compromise they, or they compose something a 15 to 20% of the junk bond market, which if that starts to crumble, is just kind of a bellwether for See, what's to come. You don't so understand it's very OPEC's possible. Mo- I don't understand shit. No, you don't go understand ahead. OPEC's motives. <laughs> what? They are opposed to fracking. They're very environmentally sound. They don't want no fracking, so they're, you know, they're killing the You know business. what? They're... In- <laughs> I wish that was the motivation. Yeah, it would be nice. I wish that was the motivation. And there's a part of me as I'm reading that, I'm like, well, good. Yeah, good. I hope these fracking companies go out of business. Good. Because fuck that shit. They're causing all kinds of... destroying fucking everything. Everything's going... I mean, it's so bad. Your water's on fire. (laughs) Water's on fire. Oh, it's so dumb. What are we, Cleveland? Oh, man, it's so dumb. A lot of them are fighting back against the fact that prices for setting up renewable energy sources have come down so far that they can't make that argument anymore. That, yeah. yeah. It costs much, so much more to build a wind turbine or to build a solar farm than it does to no. just build a new gas-fired plant. No, 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 no. And it's not. If we, put, so. if we really concentrated for 10 years, we'd have this thing all settled. Be but no I mean, problem. it's, but but it's gonna, a perception. Look at Germany. They're yeah, trying to bring the prices oh, down. To, but they're going to use all this shit. It's a whole 
fucking weird thing with the you know doing they were doing it just before the election the, t- the oh, price yeah. went really down and all, it's all kind of gross shit i don't know enough i know enough to be worried mm-hmm. i don't know enough to know what the fuck the solution is or even what can be done about it yeah. but uh but it's unsettling and meanwhile it's like they paid only 30 cents a gallon holy shit <laughs> <laughs> let me drive 50 miles out of my way right to get- <laughs> that look for different stations that has always flipped my fucking mind in half you're gonna drive 10 miles There's to save apps. a quarter again yeah apps that will show oh you. i know i know well was, well my father-in-law even was discussing that stuff with my with my wife and he was like he was like well it looks like the cheapest gas is in your town is it this and this and my wife's like that's on the fucking corner of murder and stab no way am i going down that my dad, my dad is faster. Murder than and stab. It's yeah, the most dangerous place. Uh, I dad, remember my mom, my dad, and my grandfather used to talk about gas. And they're like, well, on the other side of town, it's like five cents more. And blah, blah. I mean, it was get it in was the car, like, kids. It was a topic of discussion when we're in the car. Yeah, is that's, that what you were about to say to people? Andy? Don't have anything. My, to my talk dad about. is fascinated with that shit, and he will, when I, he'll come to town and he'll they'll like, oh man, the gas is like three cents cheaper here. And I'm like, what oh, the fuck? Okay, so I can save three cents. But I'll probably blow that by buying a soda somewhere. Who even cares? Yeah, right. You have a 15 or 20 gallon tank. How much is that savings? <laughs> None of it makes any yeah. sense to me. None of it makes any sense. I go to Shell no matter what, no matter the price, because it doesn't hurt my car. Circle <laughs> K here. It. Circle K. That's it. Well, I go to the nearest gas station. Shell's like the most expensive one yeah. in the city. Yeah. 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 I don't eat well, but my fucking car does. <laughs> I take care of my car with that shit. Is and and I, and I believe it because uh, my old Corolla, she got nothing but a steady die to shell, and I left it with the you girl I was dating like at the such time. A grandpa. I left it with the girl I was and dating at the she time. Went and got terrible hurts or something. She took it to Chevron. Oh, she took shit. it to Chevron and bang, <laughs> fucked that thing up so hard. $500 worth of work on that car. And she and slept with your like, best friend. Huh? And she slept with your best friend. <laughs> no, no, no. That didn't happen. But uh, In your bed. No. Jesus. <laughs> what the with fuck, Andy? Pouring gas all over each other going, this was three cents cheeper. Woo! <laughs> hey, Michelle Anson, man. Hey, Michelle Anson, man. Michelle We're so stupid. Let's smoke after we... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't get the gas thing at all. No. I don't no. get it at all. Uh, or the weather thing. Yeah. But my wife doesn't get my obsession with Shell either. So there you go. She's like, it's all the same. I'm like, no, it's Just not. the octane. Well, it, <laughs> it kind of is. There, it kind of, it, it really kind of is. I know it all comes because from one big thing. it all comes from British Petroleum. All the, all the gas on the West Coast comes from I know from it British all comes petroleum. from one big place. However. The only difference is minor formulations of detergents that the different companies add. And that, my friend, is the difference I pay for. Also, <laughs> Shells tend to be well lit. And relatively safe. I don't even pay attention. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start looking. I just for when you're getting robbed at a gas just, station. I, no, I just go to whatever the, whatever the local whatever the local gas whatever the gas station I'm near when I need gas. Okay. Now look at the octane number. Now Sometimes I do wish I do. There is a part of me that wishes I would go to Sinclair because I love those dinosaurs. Uh, I, when I was uh, when I, I was three years old, that's the first toy I remember getting was a dinosaur from uh, the World's Fair. That was one of those uh, those. You're that old? Where they make the, the dino- fair? I did, yes, I did. <laughs> Those shit. wax ones? Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah, the wax ones. The, the low-fire plastic ones. In fact, when... Um, there was a machine that would make it at the World's Fair? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. 
In fact, when I was at, uh, you still find them at museums every now. Well, yeah, and when then. I was in Florida, we went to we went to the Bush Gardens and they had them there. My brother was buying them. Oh, now, now what is this? It's a low fire plastic, and they actually the mold comes together and they and they inject the plastic right there, and then pops out and it falls on the thing and it's warm. Nice and warm. Yeah. Okay. Newly formed just for you. I've never it's seen it. Like, I had an Oscar Mayer like Wiener Mobile. It's got like a base to it kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that what I it's did. like? I had an Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile from the Detroit Museum. Went to a couple of years ago. Made out of plastic like that? Made out of this low, low fire plastic. Was it, what color was it? It was hot dog color. All of it. I was going to say, yeah. It all has to be one color, <laughs> yeah. right? It was low fire plastic. I know when I got it and I know when I lost it because I left it on a thermostat on a, uh, on a, <laughs> on a radiator. Radiator. <laughs> And then it went. Oh, that room smelled like cran. Which for again will years. come oh. again come up in the show later on wow. where we talk about My Little Pony. Wow, my I've never pony. seen one of those crayons melt on radiators. Just because Paul loves them so much, a, the new Titans series, which is based on DC Comics' Teen Titans comic book franchise, will be filming sometime next year. <laughs> DC Entertainment chief created officer Jeff Johns confirmed the news a few days ago on his Twitter account. John's followed with another tweet that confirmed that Nightwing, not Robin, would be part of the live-action TV series. Nightwing is actually Dick Grayson, former protege of Bruce Wayne, and the first Robin. The character has never been featured in a live-action series or movie. Nightwing has appeared in several DC animated series, including Young Justice, The New Adventures of Batman, and Batman the Brave and Bold. A, char- a character created in the 1940s, Robin quit being Batman's sidekick during the 1980s, and was a founding member of the Teen Titans. He became Nightwing during Marv Wolfman and George Perez's run on the new Teen Titans. Cool. Um, there was a Nightwing series, well, web series made here in town that I've heard a lot of good things about. Yeah, there's been some yeah. unofficial pieces. The 24th James Bond flick will be called Spectre. <laughs> Announced cast members are Christopher Waltz from Django Unchained, Elias Saido from Beauty and the Beast, Monica Bellucci from Brothers Grimm, uh, Guardian of the Galaxy, Galaxy's David Bautista, and Sherlock's Andrew Scott. Sam Mendes is back in the director's chair. What does Andrew Scott play? Oh, sorry. What does Andrew Scott play? Uh, that, I don't think, has been announced. No, no, what does he play in Sherlock? Winkle. Andrew Scott. No, no, what, what does he play in Sherlock? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't watch it. Oh, really? Do you think they'll keep the, uh, the acronym for Spectre, or are they just going to call the group Spectre? That's a good question. I don't. I know. don't remember there being any. I saw the logo and I don't remember any periods being in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. That's why I was asking. But uh, I hope they keep the the acronym. I remember it being kind of ridiculous. I don't remember yes. what it was. Special Executive for Counterintelligence, <laughs> Terrorism, Revenge, and Extortion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope they keep that. <laughs> that's why I was saying it's it's kind of an oddball thing. I mean, on a, on a side in note, in the '60s it would have been oh okay, you know. Do you know uh, what that name means? It means somebody really wanted our name to be Shield. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say, DC strikes again with their dingbat copycat bullshit. Dingbats. DC. Oh, is that a Marvel thing too? Marvel is Shield. It's ding. No, Marvel Shield. I'm saying what's, what's DC? Specter? Argus. Specter is James Bond. Bond. Oh, that's bullshit too. <laughs> so what, what's DC's though? Argus. DC has. Uh, who do they well, have? Argus is one of them. That's okay. like the oh, Green it's the one that. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Jesus, I, my brain just suddenly stopped working here. Uh, yes, it did. Do, 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 you want me to do, sing do. Veronica for you? <laughs> the 
the the the director of covert like operations in DC Universe, the one that you were that CCH Pounder did the voice that you were saying she should play. Mm-hmm. Uh, from yeah, oh, well, yeah, well, why can't Amanda Waller? Amanda her, Waller, thank you, and her group um, that ends up running Suicide Squad and all that crew. Wait, yeah, Suicide that's, Squad's that's Argus. Also? No, yeah, she she heads Argus. Oh. Okay, uh, DC also has uh, Wiener, Uh-oh. which is weapons experts <laughs> in nighttime. Uh, <laughs> extraction reconnaissance. <laughs> Somebody really wanted Wiener. <laughs> Weapon expert in nighttime extraction reconnaissance. I'm a member of Wiener. We do only night ops. We slip in and we slip out. So uh, no one, no one sees Wiener coming. <laughs> oh no, they see it coming. Oh, they oh, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, well, that's the last thing they see. On the, on the tits. <laughs> on the tits. We also have the special ops of the Wiener division, the Big Black division. <laughs> A big black wiener, <laughs> black ops wiener. So back to Teen Titans. Isn't uh, the character from uh, the character from Arrow um, Deathstroke? Deathstroke Slade. isn't isn't he Slade? Is, didn't he spring out of that? Isn't he a Teen Titans? Yeah, he's yeah, like he's somebody's he's father kind of, or something. Well, I mean, he became mainly a, a Teen Titans villain. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know that he was. He started in Teen Titans, but he became their de facto baddie. Well, he was like one of their it was like Terra's father or something like that. Uh. Is he? I think so. Well, I'm sure he's related to somebody, because otherwise it wouldn't be DC. Right, exactly. <laughs> I think for a while he and Robin are best friends, too, right? Really? Yeah, I think so. Wow. And he's also he he's also the uh, the Deadpool uh, doppelganger, because he's... Uh, Does he talk to the well, he's, he's, comic reader? Well, what's his name? Slade Wilson. Yeah, Slade Wilson. And Wade Wilson. And Wade Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is he, it really, I mean, it's like, gee, DC... Did you like Did you like Deadpool? I think it's probably the other way around. I, see, I was oh, going to say, because so? I thought you Slade Wilson so? was the character first before so. Wade Wilson, to be honest. You might be right. I don't fucking care. I hate Deadpool. Dude, Deathstroke's <laughs> awesome. Come on. Huh? Deathstroke is awesome. As, he's, as an operative of Wiener. <laughs> That's why they call me Deathstroke. It's the last stroke of the stroke. Wiener. The five-finger Deathstroke. The five-finger Deathstroke and my rosy f- palm <laughs> Wiener. <laughs> Toho's got one eye too. Toho's yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. He is the key operative for Wiener. It's like a motorcycle that won't start. Toho <laughs> Studios has announced it will make its first all-new Godzilla movie since 2004's Godzilla: Final Wars. A Toho rep said, "Quote: This is a very good timing." <laughs> okay, they they put that in. This, this is, is a, a very, very good, good timing. timing. God damn it. After the success <laughs> of the American version this year, if not now, then when? The licensing contract we have with Legendary, the company right, behind, right. When? behind when indeed. this year's American Godzilla, places no restrictions on us making domestic versions, unquote. The new movie will be the 29th in the official franchise started by Toho in 1954 with the original Gojira. The series holds the Guinness World Record as the longest running in worldwide film history. Uh, Toho will release its new Godzilla movie in 2016, but would not say whether it will be the launching pad for a new series, while Garth, Gareth Edwards will direct the American sequel for 2018. What was the 2004 title? Uh, the Godzilla Final Wars. Okay, so that brings me to something that came across this week. Final Fantasy. What 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 is that up to? What what number is that up to? It's going into... Um, 15 or 17 is about to be made? Uh, yeah, because... They've doesn't, been staying on numbers for parts well, now. Well, 14, 14 was the four, last... 14 was the MMO. No, no, no. 11. Was 11 the MMO? 11 I thought 14 was. No, no, 14 too. A Realm Reborn, it's called. 
Okay. Right. Oh, 14 is a MMO as well? Two years ago. But doesn't... So, then what's it? 16? Is that the one with lightning and all them fools and they made the sequel? I'm thinking that's 13 really and this part three or something. Oh, maybe right. The point maybe is, yes. doesn't every single uh, sequel to that series make the original title more and more of a lie? Well, you know why that title exists. No, I don't. Well, tell me, tell Sensei. <laughs> the creator, uh, Hinorobu Sakaguchi, uh, this was his last desperate attempt to make a video game. This was his sink or swim title, so he called it Final <laughs> Fantasy to truly say, if this doesn't work, I'm out of video games. It took off like a shot, and he kept making them. Yeah. All right. That's a happier story than I thought. There you it go. Was. <laughs> yep. Well, I, I, until I feel you play the new one, he basically so called it. He basically called it Hail Mary, the video game. <laughs> if you play the new ones, trust me, it's not going so well. Well, the fucked up thing is they're going to just keep re-releasing the old, the good ones. Yeah, the good. Like they're going to they're yeah. going to do a remake of Ten, which was my favorite one. Uh, they're going to do. I, I've never beaten a Final Fantasy game. They're I long. put 40 hours into 10, and I was like, well, that that's it. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough time. Um, yeah. Uh, I have all the games in different formats. I have them all on PlayStation. They're PlayStation re-releases and everything. I should bundle that all together and One of my favorite ones in ten, are on the DS. Yes. Tactics. Final Fantasy Tactics. That's, that's a whole a different thing. Yeah. I never got into Tactics as much as I probably could. Could have. Sorry, not on the DS. The clamshell one. Yeah, that's the DS. That's the DS. Yeah. Well, yeah. it came out for the SP. It came out for the Game Boy Advance. Yes. You must have the SP Lite. Yeah, the Game Boy SP, the the Advance SP. Um, but uh, yeah, those are those are kind of cool. But I don't, I don't know. It doesn't quite. It's just like it's like those and um, what's the other, what's the other big one? Um, Fire Emblem. Yes. Which are cool, but it's, there's something just doesn't quite like XCOM. I fucking love XCOM. There's something about the way that game. I don't know. They're the same kind of thing, tactical mm-hmm. strategy. But XCOM, I could, I have put in crazy amounts of time. But those other, I ones, think part of it's the the fact that it's a sci-fi overarching story versus the <clears throat> extended story of say emblem i but, suppose but that on top of everything else as far as like building your base and establishing a a larger structure right. there is, really adds something there to is it. some depth behind it yeah <laughs> and you i feel you have more agency in uh xcom yeah a lot more player control a lot more mm-hmm. anyway it's just My a xcom still in the shrink wrap your XCOM is? Yeah. Oh, man. Do you get the new one? He's afraid. He doesn't want to lose his life to that <laughs> You game. got the old one. <laughs> yes. It's the still great. First one, yeah. yeah. Dude, just just get it. Get going on it. You know what? Even go sell that one and get the new one. Really? <laughs> okay. Go sell that and get the second one. Get Enemy Within. Yeah. It's worth it. It's, you can get it for 20 it, it, Do it. Trade it in for the new. I mean, take it out of the shrink wrap first because GameStop won't accept it in shrink wrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They won't. You must have stole this. Or well, something. yeah, exactly. That's exactly. what they thought. So t- yeah, th- I've s- have you not seen? That? Have you seen that? I've seen that. I've seen people going outside, taking out the shrink, taking off the shrink wrap, and bringing it back in. <laughs> I, no, I have not seen. <laughs> they that. have to do that. God, damn. that's the truth. Of course, of course, they do. I, I know. Yeah. This this society. This society. It's over. It's over, guys. In case you didn't know, it's over. So you're in enjoy dangerous. your toys while you can. You're in danger of sliding in the Lenny Bruce territory tonight. Oh, dude, he's oh. 
I love it. Just that, that's, that's a high compliment. I don't think I'm anywhere close to it. You're, you're just going to come to the podcast next week and read the transcripts. Yeah. Just, yeah. Mark Hamill has signed on for a guest role on the CW's Flash series, reprising the role of a villain he play, first played in the short-lived 1990s Flash series. The ice skater? Uh, yes. No, it's another nod to the original Flash series following the casting of the original star John Wesley Shipp as the father of Grant Gustin's Barry Allen. Amanda Pays is also reprising her role as Dr. Tita McGee soon. Hamill will once again play DC's villain, The Trickster. It's worth noting that his trickster performance also inspired his iconic Joker voice. Yes. Did not know that. And Stephen King's It is going to be turned into a pair of big-budgeted horror movies produced by Fuck that. Dan Lin of The Lego Movie and directed by Carrie uh, Fukunuga, from, uh, who did directed True Detective. What if it's done in Legos? What is it? Uh, the 1986 novel is about children battling the ultimate evil that lives in the sewers and rises every 27 years to eat their flesh, usually in the form of a clown. According to Lynn, the films will be divided chronologically, with the first telling the story of the group's first encounter with It as adolescents, and the second recounting their return to Derry as adults. Lynn said, quote, The most important thing is that Stephen King gave us his blessing. We didn't want to make this unless he felt it was the right way to go. And when we sent him the script, the response that Carrie got back was, go with God, please, this is the version the studio should make, unquote. It was, of course, previously adapted into a TV movie in 1990. It's I'm actually it. pro this. What is it? It's it. It, it, is, it is my favorite Stephen King novel and in my top three novels of all time. You I got Tim Curry to... Uh... I'm... I'm I'll bet there'll be a fan petition to make that happen, or at least try to make that happen. Uh, no, they'll probably go with somebody completely different for Pennywise, which I think they should. I mean, Curry's performance <laughs> is iconic. And so I think if you cast him in it, you're just remaking that performance. So you got to go in a whole different direction. But the fact that they're making this into two movies, I think they can fit the story in there. I think now, they'll have a problem with the ending. Now, in the original, in the book, yes. what was the creature? Because in the TV series, it was like a giant spider or something. The creature takes on various forms. Okay. Um, in the book, in that final battle, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. which was completely different in the TV movie. Right, right. The reason that it seems like a spider-like creature is because... Human beings, in a much a Lovecraftian way, cannot conceive of what it actually looks like. Okay. So anything beyond that, <laughs> uh, your mind would go cheap. mad. That's cheap. But that's Lovecraft. Yeah. I, no, I that's Bible writing. Oh, speaking of yeah, which, Lovecraft is very the old gods yeah, from beyond you right. cosmic. So. Yeah. And it was Stephen cheap King's love letter writing. to Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Lovecraft, you know, uh, Reanimator's coming here. Yeah, we talked about that last week. George Went has been, is going to be in it out here. Is what? He? Yeah, that's awesome. That's a fun thing. I assume he's going to be the uh, the girlfriend's fa- uh, father, the um, okay principal, not a principal, the president. Uh, but the last part of it is the battle takes place in everyone's mind. It's very metaphysical. Oh, okay. There's a lot of odd imagery. I still don't know how they could capture that ending in a movie. I'd, well, you've uh, seen the end of Evangelion. I haven't, actually. He hasn't seen 2001, which is Have the you other. seen all of Evangelion? No. All right, watch he Evangelion, and you'll find out how to do it. 
watch the series. You watch the last couple episodes, you go, oh, that's how you do it. Okay. And you think, <laughs> that, could, you think that could be translated to live action film? Yeah. Okay. I mean, people will be upset. And then they did, and that's another thing. They did two I think, more movies. I think if they did the movie as the book that, ends, I think people would be upset. But isn't that and not always the way? Yeah. People are always upset, no matter what you show, because it's just whatever wait. was in your mind is what you saw. Well, it's just that it's just so cerebral, cerebral, and it's a well. That's exactly what it's went a down. fight of thoughts of the that's mind. Exactly what goes down yeah. at the end of Evangelion. There's there's a true physical world combat situation going on. But it's more what's going on inside Sinji's head. Okay. And that's the real focal point. And that's what they really focused on for the last. I mean, there were budgetary concerns and all kinds of other shit going on, too, with the last couple episodes. But that's what it really broke down to was it all just became Shinji's metaphysical uh, mind fuck. And then people were like, no, what happened to the robots and the monsters? And so then they, they did another one, uh, the, the movie, End of Evangelion, which showed the robots and the monsters, but then also went back to. The mind fuck inside Sinji's head. They go, no! What happened to the robots and the monsters? And they made yet another movie <laughs> oh, wow. to try and put everybody's thing. And they there was another movie after the end of Evangelion? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I remember you showing us the end of Evangelion and we were all lost. We, none of us understood well, yeah, what was well, going on. Well, you should on. never watch the end of Evangelion <laughs> if you You're haven't the one that watched put Evangelion. It on. Knowing full well we had not seen it. I know. Of it. I didn't give a fuck at that time because I was like, I want to watch this movie because it had just come out in the States. Um, but yeah, I'll, uh, it's, um, uh, I'll look at it while he digs it up. Um, th- that's actually your uh, gateway drug to, uh, um, throwing adventure hour. There's uh, one of the, uh, recurring villains in beyond belief, the, uh, Nick and Nora pair of, uh, beyond belief is the, the easiest one to jump into in throwing adventure. And it's basically Nick and Nora from the uh, thin man series as okay. very drunken paranormal investigators. Um, but there's a recurring uh, character from Nightmare as a Clown who's uh, voiced by James Urbaniak, who's uh, Dr. Venture. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he's very wonderfully over the top. And yeah. NASA's Hubble. Yeah, so it's, it's oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, real quick. Uh, yeah, what do you got? <laughs> uh, yeah, you've got uh, Death and Rebirth was the first film that tried to appease people. And then End of Evangelion was the next one. That, that one just kind of lays it out. Oh, no, no, this, is, this is end of Evangelion. End of Evangelion, you fuckers. This is how we're writing it. Shut <laughs> right. the hell up. <laughs> then, well, then, now we're in the middle of the rebuild of Evangelion. Because <laughs> people still weren't satisfied. So they've done a new oh, wow. retelling. Because it, well, it's rich material. And so they're on the, they're about to finish up the fourth movie. So that's not even done yet. It's not even done yet. Uh, so the fourth movie will be released soon in Japan. The original Evangelion. How long is it? The original Evangelion series is a 13-episode epic. Okay, so it's not... A huge commitment. Uh, I'm sorry. It's 26 episode epic, epic. 13 hours. Still not a huge commitment. 13 hours. Yeah. 13 hours. In then, today's TV, then, nothing. Then two movies. Yeah. With a third and fourth. No. Then two movies. No, okay. that's it. And okay. then that's it. So and then you've got the rebuild. So then at some point I could watch this and understand series. what you're talking about. Huh? So at some point I could watch this and understand what you're talking about. You've got Everybody should watch Evangelion. I think after you watch it, you still won't understand what the hell he's talking about. You might about. not. But, but the thing is, <laughs> that's just it. Evangelion... There's there's Evangelion and there's all other anime. And that, that, is, that is the height of your storytelling. That's the thing you seem to like the most of everything. It's my favorite thing. It's the one thing. Not nice of Sidonia. It's the one thing that I really don't find fault in because you are is, an Evangelion evangelist. I am. Yeah. I really am. <laughs> evangelist. And I use it as a litmus test, too. 
if I read people talking smack about Evangelion, I'm like, well, you're a Dumbo and you can't think hard and it makes you hurt to think and you don't like things that aren't spoon fed to you and you don't like easy, you know, you have to have easy answers and all this kind of shit. And yeah, it's got some fucked up shit going on there. The hero is not terribly likable, but he's not as unlikable as the American uh, voiceover translation made him. Anyway, it's, a, it's just it's just wonderful, wonderful stuff. I can't wait. I got to get to Ralph's this so week. You're saying because I should finally see. the final volume of the manga has been released in the states. Ah, after three versions of the manga, I've gone through. They finally came out with this really nice final version, and they're the I believe it's the fourteenth volume. It's finally being released in the states, and that's it has taken. I've been reading this manga since ninety eight, I think. Wow! Holy shit! Yeah, it's taken that long to talk about a drip. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I should be the end of a life chapter for you. It's crazy, dude. (laughs) Well, I mean, and then I still got to rebuild. I still got to get rebuild. I haven't bought any of the rebuild releases. I watched the first one at a friend's house. Okay. And it is pretty close to what the first uh, couple of episodes are. I understand that the second movie starts to really break from that canon and explore all kinds of other stuff. So you're going to read this final manga and be like, oh, wow. And you're going to sit there and be like, what do I do now? What do I do now? I do. There's no end of. (laughs) There's no end. But I am glad to have some completion on that. So this rebuild, it's an entire new television series? No, it's a theatrical release. Okay. They've taken the in, the story that was told over the 26 episodes and the two movies, and they've condensed it into four two-hour films. Wow. So they've bro- broken it down into eight hours. And they've changed a lot of the inherent kinda, messages. They've added, have new, to. they've added new characters. They've had a bunch of different stuff going on. So. Wow. It's not completely dissimilar, but it diverges in interesting ways. So you're saying I should watch? I can't speak with any authority on rebuild because I have not seen it. Sure. You're yes. saying I should watch the first series in subtitle. I'm actually curious. Yes, what your only in is. subtitle. Okay. Only in subtitle with the original Japanese voices on there, and then my life will be complete. Uh, no, right. it'll just give you a lot to chew on, man. It's a lot to think about. It's just Hamlet. <laughs> it's just Hamlet with robots, man. Okay. It's just, it comes down to is that it, right there sells it. To that's me. it. It's it's is yeah. It, man, you could have said that like three hours. It's ago. It's Hamlet with robots. With it's is it better? <laughs> Is it better to live your life alone and isolated, or should you commingle with humanity and suffer the pain of having to have other people reflect who you are to you? Hmm. But then, and then, or or then it comes back to well, then if I am isolated, will I ever know self? Will my life even be worth anything? There's nothing there. Sounds like Hamlet. But then, but then it yeah. becomes even more. It becomes even more like well. Okay, then I'd go for Okay, I'll go for it. I'll get mixed up in the pain. But wait, I'm losing self in this situation as well because my identity is being compromised by my father, by my friends, by my relationships, by my mother's ghost, literally and figuratively. Uh, so there's no way for me to know my true self because it's being obscured by all these outside forces. So have I really done myself any favors? Have I discovered myself through these reflections? Or am I just being, imp- or is my identity being imposed by outside forces? This- do I have no free will in fact at all? Do I have no choice? At the end, do I have no choice? Isolationism and lack of identity through through complete blocking of social interaction? Or 
having others tell you who you fucking are constantly. I, I like cohesive thought, Paul. This is interesting. This is the best you've ever sold an Evangelion to me. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I haven't Usually you just go, ah, boner, boner, robots. Ah. I, I can't tell you how great it is. That's what it, but see, that's just it. And it hides as a boner, boner robot show for the first four episodes. And then people start to go, what the fuck is this garbage? And I start to go, yeah, it's so fucking, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Right now, man. He's, he's basically, he's basically tormented by what many uh, see to be uh, homoerotic thoughts. It's, it's there, but there's also, it's, it's a huge father drama. He's also like truly haunted and, uh, taken over by the the spirit of his mother and he's basically in love with the reincarnation of his mother in a way it did i can't even is there can't a, even. is there a weepy chick that can't swim well <laughs> no but every character drowns before they enter battle what they get covered in lcl this it's basically like the from uh you remember james cameron's um the abyss abyss yeah, they have this liquid that they breathe. Breathable liquid. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're truly like in an amniotic sac inside of these creatures. It's I mean, there's metaphor upon metaphor upon metaphor, dude. You can get as much out of it as you want. If you listen to Hideakiano, the guy who created the shit, he one day he's like, Yeah, there's this and this and this, and this you can see this as an allegory. And the next day he's like, Why don't you fucking otaku get out of your goddamn bedrooms and stop trying to find meaning in this meaningless garbage? <laughs> like he he will he will sell it out at the drop of a hat. He's like, There's nothing to it, there's nothing there. You guys are just inferring all this shit. It's not really there. Which is not true. There is plenty of stuff there, but he's reluctant to he's reluctant also to show just how much of himself is in that anime. He is Shinji Ikari. Okay. <laughs> Whether he wants to admit it or not. I guess we'll move on. The, deve- <laughs> the developers behind Tekken 7 oh, have responded to Internet's outrage at the game's latest fighter. The character named Lucky Chloe, a human woman dressed in pink cat accessories, was revealed during a recent live stream celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Tekken franchise. Shortly after, series producer Kachiro Harada was alerted to a thread on NeoGAF, of all places, where a number of commenters slammed the character design. Frustrated by the backlash, Harada treated, uh, tweeted, are you Western only one bulletin board? Hello, small world. I'll make muscular and skinhead character for you. In, <laughs> in reference to the stereotypical American love for right. overtly muscular beefcake male characters. Right. He then stated that American fans don't need to be so upset because Chloe is only one of the game's many characters and she wasn't included to appeal to Western sensibilities anyway. He then noted that Chloe will be exclusive to Europe and East Asian territories. So fuck you, NeoGAF complainers. I actually like this character. Sure, I do too. Who doesn't like a furry fighter? Yeah. Man, people are dumb. Yeah. People she are throw, dumb. She the throw chlorine gas or what? It is a... I'll tell you, this is a, a whole... I'm going to table this for another time. Okay. For this whole Gamergate type shit that's going on. That's kind of divulging this whole different thing. Uh, it is a difficult time for creative people um, because everything that gets put out there is being fought and yelled about because it doesn't make somebody happy. We got to get over this bullshit. We got to yes. stop listening to these offendable people. Fuck you. Fine. Be offended. But you don't get to stop or curtail my art. You don't. No. You don't and, get and to change it. And what gamers, especially of that ilk, aren't realizing is the fact that <laughs> there aren't 
the gamer's niche doesn't exist anymore. No. It's too wide. Everybody's Way a damn gamer. That's the problem. And that's the problem. It's becoming it's become so mainstream that these idiot mainstream sensibilities of you can't make that because it offends somebody are slipping in there. Yeah. And that is dangerous. It is. People don't understand how dangerous that is. Like Ugh. Australia. Yeah. Man, dude, it's scary the shit that they're doing. Yeah. It's so dangerous. They're the trying to get they're there. trying to get into that thought crime oh, level of shit. Mm-hmm. You can't imagine Interesting, dangerous things. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I get so angry. (laughs) And finally, uh, for the squeamish, uh, go ahead and turn off the podcast right now. This was uh, Geek Shock, and I'm Master Targo, blah, blah, blah. Bye. Uh, (laughs) But for those who are sticking with me, um, the other night, while we were playing Super Fight, uh, one of the fighters was a brony. Yes. And... (laughs) We talked about whether or not bronies Sorry. are sexual creatures of such, and and you're like, of course they are, I, and they I very s- much are. I said bronies have bronies a fandom with a pretty equal number of male and females, and I I think they're probably <laughs> among the nerd culture that the ones probably getting the most. Sure. Uh, however, there is this niche is about as niche as it gets. All right, a science experiment's gone terribly wrong. <laughs> That's always good to start off with that. For quite some time now, the Pony Cum Jar Project has oh, been God, I saw this. Yep. going down in the shadows with one anonymous man collecting all of his ejaculations in a jar containing a rainbow dash toy. Uh, this week, the man was horrified to find that the jar, which had been stored too close to a heat radiator, had evidently caramelized the glucose in his <laughs> semen. <laughs> the resulting stench was reportedly too unbearable to continue the quote-unquote project. <laughs> the OP of the thread from Thanksgiving Day says that he, quote, nearly vomited when attempting to retrieve the specimen. The renowned scientific authority observes that the toy has basically, quote, boiled in cum, unquote, by the heat of the radiator. Uh, how the man plans on continuing his project is uncertain, but he assures followers that he, quote, will not let them down. I say too late. I say, I say, I say more power to you. Do whatever you like. I'm all for it. Again, you cannot restrict yep. this kind of shit. Although that's nobody's getting hurt. The offensive part about this is that it's rainbow bright. Is it rainbow bright? Rainbow, excuse me. Rainbow dash. Sorry. Rainbow okay, yeah. dash. Yeah. Rainbow dash. The lesbian pony. Oh, <laughs> That is offensive, then. A little bit, but you know what? But he can't stop it. But here, but then, but then there's some poetic justice there, right? I mean, there's several. <laughs> his, <laughs> his gross, dumb thing got so gro- got grosser and dumber than he could contain. <laughs> and this isn't the. And I don't know if he's doing this for art or just for his own gross purposes. But I, there has been artistic installations of similar nature in full art galleries sure, yeah, yeah. of like there was one that it was a piss mixture Christ. of well yeah, even, piss even beyond piss yep. christ there was one that was a mixture of cum and blood in a blender that would get turned on whatever that meant but that was somebody's I would get art turned on we saw that huh. shit hey yo I wonder uh, if that separates him between blending yikes it, it's fine i mean it's fine I know. do what you want but mm-hmm. it's just but yeah he, but, but, he was but clearly thwarted but let that be a lesson to all of you who store your cum near the radiator that when that glucose caramelizes, 
it gets pretty rank. So do you think this was truly a political statement against lesbianism? I, I think it was an art project. I don't think the I, I, I suspect he started the project without realizing that Rainbow Dash was a lesbian. It's, it's not obviously it's it's a kids show, so it's not. Right. It's in the subtext of it. Exactly. See, this is the whole thing. It's like she's a lesbian pony in the subtext of a kid's show that has been uh, subverted by adult culture in many ways, which great. Good. But she has become like a gay icon as a lot of, as a lot of, a lot of lesbians have. Really as she should be. Uh, she's also the coolest pony. Right. So, yeah, that's weird. But uh, his caramelized karmic. <laughs> Shit. Caramelized karma. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> some caramelized karma with that. I mean, anybody, you know, when Howard Hughes does it, it's eccentric. <laughs> this okay. is the diff, right? Yeah. This is the, this guy's poor. It's horrendous. <laughs> That's it. You know. So it's it's a pretty gross image. I saw the picture. There are what? there are pictures to up? go with it. Oh, yeah. of course there are pictures. <laughs> it's, it's hey, he was like, he was like, oh, I gotta this reminds me. He showed up on my Facebook. This feed. reminds me. This is buried somewhere in the internet. This was around ninety eight, ninety nine that I remember following this. Did you guys ever see the foot fungus project? No. no. So this guy, he decided to try and develop really gross foot fungus. Okay. And it just corrupt his fucking feet. So what he did was he went to a local YMCA, stomped his foot around in the in the floor of the shower, and uh, to, to try to gather it to up. gather up the gunk, and then he uh, put a plastic bag over his foot. Wait a minute! Oh wow! This is not what I've been led to believe happens there from the song. No. <laughs> and then he and then he catalogs what happens to his foot in this bag over like I think it went. 30 days, something like that. It got oh to a point where he God. had to take it off. I'll bet. Something got corrupt. Well, a bunch of, there was a bunch of fluid in there. It got real weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not healthy. <laughs> I mean, no, it, was, it was a terrible like, idea. It was a terrible idea. But it was one of those first times that these super weird, just fucked up things to get. Well, it was, nowadays would be known as clickbait. Yes. And, you know, this is what it, what it was. But, but back in the day, it was just, oh. It was truly a stumble upon type thing. Uh, you can look it up. You can find it. It's nah, out there. I'm sure I'm, I'll, I'll be fine with your description. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't super super gross. It was just kind of like I'll the, be fine trying to forget it. The concept was grosser Not than too. the pictures and whatever. But you know, people He's are going to do. Lucky he didn't have to have his foot amputated. Is he? Yeah. Is he lucky? <laughs> you know I think gets, his head amputation. You know what actually gets me every time I run across it somewhere, and it actually makes me go ah. Is that thing where they photoshopped uh, pomegranate into somebody's skin, basically? Oh, the it, uh, the lotus seeds. Yeah, but they're claiming that it's some sort of fungus. And every time yeah. I see it, I know it's fake, and I still go, uh, and I'm I'm off for until I can. Forget it, it, it is it is a little bothersome. <laughs> I, it's something I think in our DNA. Yeah, it's like, like, oh. yeah we see gross shit. We don't want to go near it. <laughs> Yeah, those days you go to the dark side of the internet every what, once in a while. What like, don't you want to go near? Write to us. Comments at <laughs> UglyCouchShow.com. And what's your corgi? And <laughs> what's your corgi? This has uh, this has definitely been a true Geek Shock episode. <laughs> it's yeah, really. Or, or, as the, the shock. or as the ice cream social fans uh, call it, Geek Squad. Geek Squad. Geek Squad. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> It's our running gag now. Anytime, even on the show, we talk about this show. We talk about Geek Squad. We they get it in the mail. They call it Geek Squad or Geek Patrol or Geek whatever. They always fuck it up. Shock <laughs> monkeys come on save pretty us. Pretty fucking funny. No, I love it. I love it. I think Ace calls it something else too. So, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. 
And until next week, I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Fact check Dandy. Flip floppy Matt. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Hmm. How did you end up being the famous Paul both times? Is what, what, are you are you feeling okay? What do you I mean, mean? I'm happy with you, it. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was just what I did today. <laughs> All right, it's good. It's good. I've had, I had three three different things. I'm feeling more me. Well, you, those yeah. last three weeks, I've been sick. Well, that explains now I'm me. That explains why you could finally explain Evangelion in a term that made us <laughs> right. Watch I it. was so sick. <laughs> I mean, if I can't. I, I can't say enough. Just go Evangelion, man. It's the best thing. But if you don't like it in a strong way, don't tell me because I won't like it. <laughs> <laughs>